Good morning, sweetheart. It is 1217. I have been graced to get up before the new day. And I'm in God's presence. And I said, God, I want him to be included right now. <laughs> I want him to feel what I'm feeling right where he is to this degree today. I want him to see what I'm seeing from you, God. Seeing the glimpse of your spirit, different parts of you, God, where I've never seen an encounter before. Seeing God's spirit right in your face and just shining upon you. Of course, I'm going to include you in this because you are included in my life. And I'm so glad that you are. God write things down using his mind, using his heart, using the words he speak, or even using a, you, excuse me, an utensil. And sometimes it's all in one. And when God uses a utensil, it's an all in one. And he's just showing me his writing. As he written it before we encountering it. And as we walk in it out, what he have set aside for us to enjoy this day, I'm seeing the page that he had written already concerning this day. And I want you to just enjoy the atmosphere. We can be revived whenever we want. Be refreshed whenever we want. Be revived and refreshed and rededicate does not mean you went from wrong to right. It's because of one man, we were made sinners and because of another man. Sweetheart, God would counsel us at times. And it's not for God to figure out where we are. It's for God to reveal and expose to us to know where we are by knowing who we are. It's an amazing story in Genesis 18 about Abraham. He saw three men approaching. He got so excited and began to prepare food and you know, tell Sarah, go get some water. Let's wash their feet and welcome these men here. He saw a difference in the men approaching. He knew there were no ordinary men. Make them the best foods and told the others, prepare very quickly for them because they walk past my path. Stay here and eat with me. Let me wash your feet. Let me get you the best foods and the best drink. And they agreed. And then one of them say, the next time we come here, next year around this time, your wife will bear a child. And so much happened after that. But in the midst of the conversation and the eating going along, It went from saying three men to now God is present. Because Sarah laughed and God said to Abraham, 
Is there anything too hard for God? Why is why is it such a laugh? Or what I say. So that meant God was one of the three men. Came in a different form. And so did the two angels. Came in a different form. And as they begin to depart, and God said, should I hide from Abraham this thing I'm about to do? I'm going to go to Sodom and Gomorrah myself and see all the sinful things going on myself before I destroy. And Abraham stood right before God and held him back. My God. He came in a different form. Abraham was holding God back. No, no. It's like you on your way to go do something and somebody who don't want you to, like, stop. No, no. They do whatever they can to stop you from going. He got his arms stretched out. He could be slightly or politely pushing you back. No, don't go any further. Don't, don't do that. And then Abraham boldly said to God, that's not something God would do to destroy the righteous with the wicked. If you find 50 good people there, would you destroy it? No. Well, let me say this. If you find 45, will you destroy it? No. I don't want to play with your patience. I don't want to, you know, speak up to you. But if you find 35, no. Okay, I don't want to get you 30, no. 20, 25, no. 20, no. <laughs> this is the last I'm going to ask. 10, no. If Abraham went all the way down to one, God would have still said no. Oh my God. <laughs> and because of that encounter that God counseled Abraham, God knew what he was going to do all along. God knew about the encounter with Abraham. God knew when he would approach Abraham, what would happen. We got to really stay in a place of knowing that God already know. Let's say it again. God already know. God already know. God already know. God already knew everything that we're encountering. And have encountered new already. And then it says, after Abraham held God back and God said, no, I would save them all for 10 people. And it then says, in the next day, the two men left. Excuse me, not the next day, the same day. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The two men left. So God did not go. Because of the encounter with Abraham, God already knew he wasn't going. Because he knew he was going to counsel Abraham. And what is a counsel from God? God is just showing you where you are. A lot of times we call it test. God is testing us. 
No, God is just providing us opportunities to show us where we are. Because to test you, I'm showing myself where you are. I'm trying to figure out where you are due to my examination of you, due to my evaluation of you. Due to an assessment. God don't have to do that. He already know. He want us to know. Because that is not something God would do to destroy the righteous with the wicked. He's looking for somebody bold enough to tell him that. He's looking for someone bold enough to tell him what he said. Tell him who he is. Because he already know. He wants you to know who I am. And Abraham knew that. Abraham knew that. And God was saying to me, I came in a different form. And I said, God, how many times you came in a different form in my presence and I wasn't even aware. I'm so glad that I'm mindful how I treat people. But just the fact that, you know, I'm encountering you in such a way and not even knowing. Encountering angels unaware every day. And most of the time, not even aware. Because of the form that they come in as a disguise. God said, I can show up in any way, shape, or form. We keep looking for the shape and form and be in a way that we want him to be shaped and form. But there are no limitations to how he can show up. You ever see the word in church, sweetheart? And you're like, I got this thing. But did an opportunity, an opportunity come regarding what you heard and you started talking stuff out of it? Nah, that's not gonna happen. Nah, that's not my time. It's not that seemed too good to me. You understand? It's not too good to be true. It is. It is. So I want you to enjoy this encounter with me. I just got a message. To me. And I have, to, I have to do a part two with this right now, sweetheart, because the first recording, it actually got, you know, saved where I can't unsave it once it's saved. So I'm just going to continue on because I had to release a message. So I want you to enjoy this encounter with me. I want you to feel, feel the work God gave me today is compromise. I agree with you, Quenisha. I agree with you, Quenisha. I agree with you, Quenisha. I agree what's on your heart. I agree what's on your mind. I agree, Quenisha, with every word that comes out of your mouth. I agree, Quenisha. Now keep moving forward. Sweetheart, enjoy the agreement. Enjoy your end. Enjoy what God is doing. Enjoy it so much. So much. I want you to feel God right now as I am. Open up more than that. I just want to say to you, you are so smart. 
<laughs> I can feel your intelligence due to the wisdom of God. You listen to God to come up higher. Far as biblical theology is needed here. Your way of speaking is needed here. Your way of doing everything is needed here. Everything you do is needed here. You are wanted here. You are wanted here. You understand? Sometimes when we see people that looks, you know, like, wow, he's so amazing. He loved God. He, you know, he this, he that. You understand? Very smart. Very fun to be around. I just love him so much. It feel good to come from words being spoken, saying that you're nothing, and then God begin to expose unto you how valuable you really are. And that goes for all of us. It's sad but true that God, you know, really does a marvelous work for those who've been rejected and disrespected and Here's another message. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna save it this time. Hold on. I'm getting a message again. Yes, my love. I'm back. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you like this. God could come to you and say things that would not be appealing to the flesh. Not at all. God would say, "Don't go back to work." God would say, even for those who have a business, uh, that's not what I have for you. For those who can apply. You know? God would say, stop doing this or start doing that. And when God calls us all into, I'm not going to use the term full-time ministry because there's no short-time ministry. There's no part-time ministry. But I can say when you're not no more doing the nine-to-five some, I'm going to tell you something. Not sometimes, every time it comes unexpected. It may come to a job, like seem like it's getting worse. Nothing good happening. That's when you really got to go before God. Whatever you have me to do, I am here to do it. We can't be worried. We can't be afraid. We can't think about bills. We can't think about any of that. We got to just think about God. I had the mindset and I taught my son, if anything happened to us, son, it's because God wanted to. We trusted him that much because he wanted to do it. There are times I want to keep my child home and just spend a day loving on him. And God say, I understand, but you know, He's going to be marked absent. And you don't want him to be keep being, you know, unexcused. So when he get home, just find things to do. 
And even on every other weekend when he's home with me. Do things together. He listens to me. And you know what? He's listening right now. I know he is. Because the sound of my voice, it wakes him up immediately. I thank God for everything. The devil tried to give me a dream. He asked God, can he give me a dream to bring my past back in my face? Get thee behind me, Satan. I'm including you in that conversation. I said, Satan, you are a liar. That's all you know to do. That's all you can do because you have no truth in you. But I want you, Satan, to hear me say, yes, God. And it causes my determination to rise so much more on my yes, God. Because there's no way I'm going to say I love you, God, and not become distracted. To show my love to God, to show my honor to God, is to walk in everything that God has already positioned before me. There are no excuses on not to prosper. No excuses on how you can, you know, not prosper. We was always set up to prosper. And sweetheart, enjoy this encounter with me. I thank God for you. A lot of times things catch us off guard, but not God. And if we're in the face of God, we begin to feel like God. And we begin to know. I see three stars. These are like stars. I never, they are big stars <laughs> side by side. In the sky, these three big stars. The one in the middle is big and bright. And sweetheart, wow, <laughs> you know, God told me I have to go back to work. Don't go back. It wasn't like I was, God, what about this? I got to pay this. Oh, God. Nope. He backed it up by being able to perform it. And I don't have to pay nothing. He puts the money in my hand to pay it for me every time. God always, always able to perform at any time, always able to perform. And I'm so open to live this way because he moves so freely when we do. We have to live off of, yes, God. 
if this happened to me because you're doing something good. Even though my flesh saying something bad. Feeling like something bad is happening. And our spirits say no something good. When we reach breakthroughs. I'm telling you. The higher the breakthrough. On what you breaking through to receive. The more. The enemy will try to throw things. And the thing about it is. We are aware of the theology. But when it comes upon us suddenly. We forget the theology. We begin to cry. And no, we operate in the flesh. Naturally. We cry. We complain. Oh my God, I'm scared. I got to do this. I got to do this. You understand? I had to really sit someone down and tell them. They say, you always, Q, you always, Quenisha. You always, Nini. You always win. And think about it is, they weren't talking about winning from God. They're talking about winning in a, you know, competition. There are some people who competed and you're not even aware. You're like, what's, you always win. Darn. I thought I was going to win this one. No, how about knowing that you always win, period. And I thank God. Knowing that you always win, it brings people back into their position. Because then you begin to encourage them. No, it's not this way. Don't feel that way. It's this way. We got this. You don't exclude them. You include them on the provisions. God will give you a name for a season and God will grant you the favor for a name. I mean, a name for a lifetime. And he given me seasonal names. But when it comes to beloved, that's a lifetime. One time he called me Spencer and, I, and he wrote it down like over and over again. And I was like, God, that's a boy name. <laughs> God said, no, it's not. No, it's not. He says, universal. I said, okay, God. Okay, God. What does it mean? And it means to dispense of provisions. A dispenser of provisions. You know? Even though we're called to work and labor outside of the house, we've still been brought into a house of God. And we continue to lift up our pastors and every member in the entire congregation, one by one. 
that we continue to prosper even as our soul prospers. That whoever God puts in position in the area of leadership, how God wants it to for it to prosper, so shall it be. Because there are times in each congregation due to seasons that God will put in some new and God will sit down some old. And, uh, and God knows his reasons as to why he do what he do. But let me say this due to my level of knowledge. He will not sit anyone down who take his walk seriously. Who take his path seriously. Who takes his word seriously. Who take his love seriously. Especially towards humanity. Loving God is loving humanity. Honoring God is honoring humanity. Without that, you don't have that. Without that, you don't have that. So if one is lacking, both are. Another message, sweetie. Hold on. Oh, God. Hallelujah, sweetie. Just keep everybody lifted. Every congregation. Everybody here, period. When you begin to pray unto God, you pray from a place of everybody on your heart, everywhere at the same time. You understand? God's presence is so powerful. Father, we love you so much. I feel the excitement today. <laughs> yes. Sweetheart, let me tell you this. It's not easy. You know how people use a metaphor, you swallowing a, a big pill, a hard pill. It's not easy knowing the things that I have done wrong, that were wrong. By knowing the things that are right now. <laughs> And when I think of anything that I ever done, which are the things that I did do, it's like you, God, God had me to see the pictures, the ones he had me to see. And I was like, enough, I can't see anymore. I don't want to see past 2020. I mean, I don't want to see before 2020, God. Because 2020 in September, I was aware of who you are. I didn't want to see nothing before that. Because I can see, you know, through you as you can see through me. And I didn't like what I was seeing because of the things I was doing, which was not underwear, but you were. And I know we moved past it. But I would never be a woman to ever forget that. Those areas where I've been delivered. Now I'm not going to keep it as a conversation all the time. But I just want to say thank you. My heart feels how yours feel. And the devil is such a liar. 
Every time he even told me, he's going to get you back. He's going to have you to feel how he felt. And I said, pray to God, don't have that to be, Father. And God said, disgust. It was disgust. Give me the word disgust. It was talked about. Not on your end. You referring to the conversation Satan had with you. And I said, get thee behind me, Satan. That was a huge pill for me to swallow, metaphorically speaking. Only the grace of God got me through that and still get me through it. Can't no psychiatrist get me through that. Only our Father could get me through that. But I let me know I'm already healed. I thank God that there's so much coming out of you that I need and that I want everything from you. And when I mean that, I mean you. All of you. All of you. Let me tell you something. I got another message. Oh, God, I got to check it. Hold on. Let me tell you something, sweetheart. My purpose is my purpose. My anointing is my anointing. My relationship with God is my relationship with God. I know you can sense the power of God's presence on me. That's what makes me the, one of the most humblest person, the humblest, you know, people that you will ever meet. Not person, there's so many others. But I'm one of them. And you are going to marry one. And me. It's me. I'm just that humble. I'm more humble than anything. I would never take advantage of your love. I just don't want you to hold your love back from me. I wonder 
when you pull back, it's not because you're drawing back. It's that I can feel that you don't want to be taken advantage of. Or you don't want your love to be that clearly seen to me in such a way. So to that level of of a degree. And a sense of don't take it for granted. And I'm not going to allow you to. But if we think like that, that means that we have drawn a line in between where it shouldn't be no line at all. So how can you cross over to get to me, to take risks with me, if you can't cross that line? You have a line. You have a line God is saying to me. There's a line there. You forgiving me, but you are big on your memory as to what's being restored. See, when we're open like this, as I am to you, and humble like this, God can speak to us so clearly. You have a line. You can't cross over until you get rid of that line. God, give me the word with you. Perception. Perception. You have to look at it from his perspective due to perception. Hold on, sweet. Hallelujah, sweetheart. Your perception has to be in agreement with his. You understand? It is with everything else. His perspective is your perspective. Everything that he say to you, you live by. But because of what took place in your heart, your mind, your soul... It has you to be where you're going to make sure that this don't happen again. But that line is you protecting yourself when you said he's your defender. So you have to get rid of the line. Because you can never cross it because you put a limit there. A line is a limit because you can't go further than that point. I know so much happened, you know, in this period of time. I know. I know. And I wanted, I even said to God, Father, I'll give him all the time in the world that he need because of what I've done. And God said, don't you dare say that. 
Why? I'm saying something nice. No, because now you're speaking regarding my plan. You're speaking regarding my move. My purpose in and through your life. How can you ask me to give him time when I'm a creator of time and a restore of time? Pray that you both come up higher regarding my perception. My perspective. And that's what you want me to pray for. That we agree that our perception become your perception, God. Thank you. That your perspective regarding everything becomes ours. Your way of thinking, hearing, and seeing regarding everything. The sweetheart is not into God, I mean unto God that you have 99%. But if you like that one. You lock them all. And that goes for every single one of us. Walking with God my life, I lift up Texas. God showed me Texas. I lift up Texas and I release the cares, the people, the way of living, the, you know, the government, God, the school system. You know, the hospitals, every building, every occupation, every person, everything, period. Making sure nothing be left out. Lift up the entire state itself. That you receive all the glory. I release your comfort. I release your covering over the land. I release just a fresh revelation. Angels that's being dispatched to release what God has sent you there to do. Texas is coming out on top of this thing. And I'm speaking regarding every child of God that resides there. And whoever will, that state is blessed and it will continue to prosper. Lift up the families and release comfort. Every family there. That nothing be missing, lacking, nor broken. I release your glory there, Father. Thank you. Oklahoma, okay. <laughs> I lift up Oklahoma. Minnesota. I lift the entire nation upon nation. That these words go everywhere that need to be said, God. I love you so much. Thank you. God say, absolutely. Sweetheart, you have a line there. It's a line. Yeah. You are so excited about being with me. You have forgiven me. But deep down inside, 
there are some words that's still there in your belly that doesn't agree with freedom. I'll never forget that time where I went through, had, it was on Mother's Day. No, it was another time. I had to, I had to go minister somewhere, invited to speak somewhere. And I wasn't able to tell you on my podcast. God wanted me to tell you after. And I didn't show up for church that day. And the look on your face. No one else noticed it. I just know you because I'm connected to be with you as one. And you are before you become. And I saw it through you. You were like, where is she? I felt from you like, I pray that she did not go backwards. She did not fall short. She did not change her mind. And God said, get on there and record to him and let him know where you were. And let him know you would never do what you did ever again. So you don't ever have to think that way. If he don't see you, let him know you're ministering. Explain to him. And I don't mind explaining to you because you're worth an explanation. I honor you that much. I honor everybody that much when I feel like it's necessary to do. I want you to get those words out. Because even though you're preparing, but you're preparing for what? Because of what? That's what's sitting in your stomach. That's what made you draw that line. I can say, do this for me. It will mean so much. Do this, do this. And you would take your precious time and do it when you want to do it. Instead of when I asked you to, because you want me to know it's when you want to do it. That's what God is having me to know right now. But it can't be like that. Because you have before you have. You have respect for me before you have respect for me. You honor me before you can honor me. You be who you are as that man to me spiritually before you become that naturally. So what are you being spiritually first? How are you honoring me spiritually first? How are you honoring my requests made known spiritually first? It don't matter if I just tell you something just for a couple of seconds to do. If you choose not to follow, then you dishonored me spiritually first. And if you don't receive it spiritually first, then I have to be patient and wait for you to receive it so it can transfer to the natural. Excuse me, transform, thank you, Holy Spirit, to the natural. You understand? 
I'm so on it because I wasn't at first. So whatever it is that got me to see of you, on it, got it. Do it, do it, done it. You understand? On it so much like that. Let them know how you feel. Sure. This podcast, at first, I was like, this is, what is this, therapy? What, what is this? Tell them how I feel. What? What is this? Oh, God. And now I just got so, you know, accustomed to it. I look forward to it now. <laughs> I build a relationship with you, you know, audibly and spiritually. Everything is spiritually first. I'm on it, on it. If you say something, doing it. <laughs> you understand? Just like that. <laughs> Not, I'm going to wait till I'm ready or I'm going to skip this one because I don't want him to think that. See how much of all of me in the way? So how God going to freely move if I'm in the way like that? And I'm referring to you, sweetheart. That's the line. God has had me to speak to you concerning everything I'm saying. You see how this conversation took a turn? <laughs> We're from talking about Abraham. <laughs> you know, God, I'm going to talk about you. <laughs> yeah. You know how I can do that? Because I received my healing on my end and you heard it. Yeah. I hold myself accountable. And I'm letting you know, I'm not going through that no more. I would never put you through that anymore. I'm not even going to put myself through what I have to get healed from ever again. That's why I'm on it, on it. <laughs> and God said, go to him, go to him. <laughs> say this, say this. <laughs> you understand? I don't care. I'm risking to, you know, put down a reputation and all of that to be, you know, denied and, you know, and all kinds of things and trickery to put myself on the line because of my faith in God concerning my honor towards you, which is from him. That wasn't easy every time I went on live and talk about what I done was wrong. Deny humiliation, deny a reputation because God said, and I did. Even the time when God me to get on there and talk about you and thanking you for being here for me. And I, I was, you know, that's not what you do. Like, you rarely see me post up my son because you, you rarely see me really post up myself. But I do most of the time because I'm talking to you. Through the times I am. You understand? Frustrating the grace is God being able to freely move through you and I, but there is a line in the way. And I have to be patient, willing to be patient until you receive what God wants you to receive to get that out the way. Because oh, how you've been so patient with me. You understand? I'm not the woman to be like, look, you better get it together, man. <laughs> But my words are very sincere and very sharp that you do get it together. Because you already have it together. I'm speaking by calling things that be not. Not saying that you're not together. But I'm talking in the sense of 
this line is being erased as I'm speaking to you. You understand, my love? That line in the way. Because you know what's going to happen if you try to cross it by being an opening of a line, you're going to fall right through it. And you can't get to the other side. That's like trying to cross, you know, a pathway, a mountain between another mountain and try to jump and make it to the next mountain. There's a time when you will fall. And it's nothing like already falling and not being aware of it. But that's not you. I'm going to ask you some things God put in me to ask you. Okay, another message, but that one can wait. Not mean a person can wait, but that's more of a, a humorous. Due to a different time zone, I got to remind them, you're on an eight-hour difference. It's like nine o'clock in the morning. It's one here. <laughs> You know, you laughing at one in the morning on my end. It's nine in the morning on yours. <laughs> and um, let me ask you some things, okay? Are you still mad at me for what I've done to you? Be honest. My stomach growling. I'm hungry. <laughs> Are you disappointed in me for the decisions that I've made? Do you still feel old feelings due to being disregarded? Feeling unwanted? Do you even feel angry that I got married to another man? I would never, ever forget this service where you were, I mean, where you wore these red jeans and I think it was a black top. I would never forget during the time when you were ministering, you stopped and you looked at me and you bawled your face up. And I was like, no, don't do that. Continue to sing. Continue. No. The thing is, no one else saw that but me. Now, the thing about it is, everybody saw you still singing and dancing, but I saw the real deal. You stood there and you bawled your face up. Now, that's another gifting that I'm aware that I didn't know at first. When you able to see what's really on the inside, on the outside, I don't mean like you just see words. No, you see demonstration. Because everybody saw you with your hands up and you praise and worship. But I saw you standing still. I'm trying to tell you, this is my God. You standing still and your face was brought up. And I was like, no, I wasn't aware of this gifting until right now. Honestly, <laughs> until right now. Because I was like, no, praise. 
I don't want to see you stand still in the midst of your worship. And why are you looking so mad at me? Because I didn't want to be with you. Why? What is it? I didn't get it. But I saw it. It's like you look at me like I hate you. I can't stand you. You make me sick. That's how you looked at me. It might not be in your words, but it looked like that. It looked like I, it wasn't looking like love to me. No. <laughs> Even though you're in love with me. Like you were very highly disappointed in me. Your face was balled up and you was like, I would never forget that. I was like, why was he like that? Why is so mad? It's starting to happen more and more to me. I'm hearing what somebody really thinking in their heart. I'm hearing them sit out their mouth. But you guys hearing something else. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Because one time I said to somebody, what did you just say? They said, I said, I said, no, you just said. And they was like, I feel that way. Yeah, I, I'm hearing you sit it out your mouth. Because that's in your heart. Jesus. Anointed like that. I'm trying to, it's powerful. We are powerful here. We are powerful here. My God. Powerful everywhere. But back to you. Are you upset with me? Still? Do you feel to protect yourself from me so I won't hurt you again? Because... When I actually do something, you either do it when you're ready or you don't do it at all. And you can't be like that and then expect God to have you to be with me. That's not going to work. You have to honor me before you can honor me. I'm all in. I told you that. There is no such thing as 98%. Are you in or are you not? I cannot say I'll give you more time. Because it has to be how God wanted to be. And that's why he had me here to say it to you. I'm not the releaser of time. So I cannot give what I don't have. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So what I can say is I release everything that you need. Honor. You have to honor me much more. God is saying to me, you have to honor me much more. You have to honor the new me and let go of the old me with your thoughts and was weighed down in your belly. Because you're so big on, you're not going to take advantage of me. You're not going to control me. That's not the new you even talking to the new me. Unaware you're protecting yourself. Unaware there's a guard still there. Now you let some down, but it's still one because there's a line that God showed me is there. If you want to possess the promise, 
if you want to walk alongside with me and fulfill our purpose being here, I suggest you get that out of the way. The same way I had to. Yours was from anger and, you know, and feeling betrayed and feeling disrespected and feeling taken for granted. Mine was from, you know, being deceived and being in denial and, you know, doing a disregarding and not wanting and not aware, not wanting to be aware, walking away, out of position, regrets, resentment, tormenting. If I can let go of that, so can you. I'm all in for you. God not going to have me to be with you if you're not honoring me spiritually as you ought to because of what happened in the past. I can't say anything that God won't give me to say. Now, I'm going to give you an example. Quenisha will want to say, I can give you time. Quenisha will want to say, you won't hear no more from me until you're ready. But God don't have that of me because he knows that you need me and I need you in order to fulfill. So I'm going to push you. I got to push you. So in order for you to have all that you ask above what you can ask and think, beyond measure, due to every promise, people going back to God because of our blessings upon their life, due to God blessing upon our life because we are blessed to be a blessing. If that's not worth you taking that line away, I don't know what is. You can't come alongside with me even thinking about what I've done to you. Now, we can testify when it's necessary, but from a sense of knowing that we are free indeed and no one is held accountable because we all been justified and seated at the right hand of God and most importantly, been forgiven. You can't have a grudge. You can't feel like, you know, mm, you know, it's all good. You know, I'm over it. It's all right. That's not honor. Honor has a positive energy, a positive effect to it. Honor is very exciting to be honored, to honor. Sometimes we say things like, it's easy when you're the one to be forgiven. To be so quick to want to be honored. But let me tell you this. Healing is healing. No matter if it's dispensed or received. And what I mean by that. Regarding if you are the quote unquote victim or the one who is doing the accusing. 
the one who caused and the one who had to, you know, endure the hardship, basically. To God, it's all the same. Because who the sun sets free, no matter if you the one that was hurt or me was the one doing the hurt, causing the hurt, who the sun sets free is free indeed on both ends. There is definitely a healing process that needed to take place. From my end to yours, from your end to mine. And we have gotten this far. But to go further for God to freely move on our behalf, we have to let go of that line and honor me before you can honor me. You can't do nothing with me naturally until you do it all first spiritually. If I said to you, listen to this episode or look at this, and you choose not to, as a husband, naturally, where's the honor spiritually first? It can't be no natural encounters if we have not endured any spiritual ones. Everything of God is spirit and in truth. And of truth. Honor is of spirit and of truth. You cannot buy honor. You cannot go around different locations to find honor. But it's clearly seen once it's embraced. Just like us using our faith. You have to honor the purpose with me that much. You have to honor the people because of the purpose that much. You have to honor even yourself that much, your worth that much, God's right in that much, God's presence that much, your destiny that much, the journey that much, salvation that much, restoration that much, that you take that line away now. That's how you honor. If I said, listen to this episode and you chose not, it wasn't because God told you not to. It's just because you chose not. So how would that how would that even look spiritually that you choose not to do what I ask of you? And I'm asking you according to his will. Because it's his, his will, his plan for me to be on here. And you don't know what you missed due to the episodes that you chose not to listen to. And the ones you probably chose not to listen to were the ones you really needed to hear. You understand? I have to be very patient with you, but I'm also going to push you. I'm not going to just sit there and wait for you to get it together. No, you're going to get it together. And you already have it together. So do I. You push me all the time. And I love to be pushed. Because it brings me to a place where I'm moving more further than I was before. That's how you launch. That's how you excel. That's how you grow. Going upward, not downward. You understand, sweetie? 
God not just sitting around and just not doing anything. He's being patient until this line get out the way. In order for this to happen, that got to happen. And how serious you about having it to happen by being open for God to freely move for it to happen, which already have happened, but we are clearly walking in the full manifestation for the first time naturally for it to happen. You have to agree that I won't ever think that she would ever do that to me again. I won't even think about in the sense of what she done to me. I trust her. Wow. Powerful God. Oh, God. <laughs> trust. God said to me, trust. Honor and trust. Trust. You have to trust me. You have to trust me. I know you love me, but you have to trust me. Because to be honest, how can you love somebody you don't trust? I mean, be real. That's the purpose of patience. It builds trust because of love. Whenever you want to come up higher in the love of God or come up higher and, you know, trusting in God, there goes patience. Opportunities to be patient because patience builds up trust. And trust is working because of love. And you have to trust me that I would never, ever put you through that again. You have to let it go what I ever done. In the sense of you being all in. I don't need you to be tiptoey around when God is just standing around waiting for you to stop tiptoeing around. I was so serious. I'm going to tell you why I went so far so fast with this. And, and so open for God to move on my behalf. But it takes two. It's because I was not going to allow the enemy rob me again. So I got, I put my, they use a metaphor, put your big girl pants on. And I went through this necessary steps I needed to take. All the healing, all the, you know, circumcision, all the everything. Everything. And I'm still growing. But I thank God that there's nothing in me. As you can hear, as you can see and understand, I am all in. I am on it. Because I'm not going to procrastinate anymore. I'm not going to pass up my life anymore. Or no one connected in it. Now I see what the truth is for what it is. I'm so serious. And I, oh Jesus. Come here. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, that's not you, Jesus. That's an angel. Oh, God. These angels has veils on their faces. They have veils on their faces. That's how beautiful they are. 
to un, you know, uncover, uplift that veil. I'm going to turn the music off because I got three minutes. And I'm going back to sleep. My God. I can draw how their veils look. And it's not like a mantle in the front. Not even like a wedding veil that a woman wear coming down her face. No. It's like a fitted face covering in a circle form to circle around the entire shape of the face and the head. My God. Oh, God. Jesus. Sweetheart, I'm saying to you, get rid of the line, okay? Now. So God can move freely more in you in that life. Okay? If I ask of you, you have to show your honor towards me and do it. The same way I do for you. You can't wait to get married and do that. Because you won't be married until you do. You understand? Our ministry is not for just me and you. It's for everybody else. Even leaving behind a legacy. You understand? So it's bigger than you. So let go of the line. Because you honor everything else. Everyone else. That much to do so. Okay? I love you. I'm pushing you. Closer and closer, deeper and deeper in God. Hallelujah. So receive these words with gladness. I love you. Greater is using us than he who is in the world, my love. Enjoy this beautiful, beautiful day. And I'm about to go to sleep for about another four hours. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to prophesy to you by saying thank you. For getting rid of the line now. I love you. Enjoy all the things that God is saying to you and doing amongst you regarding the next steps that take because you got rid of the line. I love you. Creator sees in us and he's in the world.